Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Shady's back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Guess who's back, 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 guess who's back. The show is on the road and we're not stopping for anything at this point. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of Unlike Any Other the UMAC. Looking forward to previewing week three of action across the conference. Ryan Mitchell alongside, as always, Wyatt Morrell. Wyatt, how you doing? Hanging in there. You know, there's some things that could get you down this time of the year, and uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit about that as far as the conference goes as a standpoint. But uh, just in general, we're past that time where we're past Christmas now. But it's still really, really cold outside, and it's maybe just not the most enjoyable time of the year. So uh, we're just trying to chug along here, get to those conference tournament, and we're doing what we can. So all things considered, though, no, things are going well. Good to hear. It is uh, absolutely a grind, and that's why I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Just another reason to get into one of these gyms and watch some UMAC basketball in the coming weeks. It is Moving along, and before we know it, it's going to be almost over. So let's enjoy it while we can. This is a preview week, looking at the matchups over the weekend. That will be on Friday night, the 14th, and on Saturday afternoon, the 15th. But real quick, Wyatt, we have to mention a matchup that we did not mention, the last pod or the one before, that took place on Monday. Monday night, a thriller out in Morris, the opener for North Central. No, not the opener. I'm sorry. The, when they get back to conference play, their second game, Morris's second conference game, taking place Monday night on the women's side of things in overtime. North Central coming up with the goods when they needed it most, an 85-80 to 80 win over Minnesota Morris. Wyatt, any impressions on this one? I mean, Coach Groves Club, they, they pushed North Central. I mean, they almost had that first loss this season but they're still perfect at this point yeah I think this one told us more about Morris than it did North Central to a certain extent I think this was a big time performance for Morris to show they are legit and on the flip side I think this could be some of what we see throughout the entire season for North Central just with the way the schedule has worked out they weren't tested that much in non-conference I expect them to be in a lot of close games here as we move forward into the conference season but remember what the resolution was Playing meaningful close games, well, they, there's one right there for you in the second game of the conference season. Maybe not one they were anticipating, but I think that'll benefit them down the road. Uh, it, it's a good win for North Central, and I never say there's such a thing as a good loss, but it was a good performance on Morris's part, and I think they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Yeah, I, I think Coach Grove would say that as well, Wyatt, exactly what you just said. Kind of a moral victory, if you will. Obviously, they want to win the game. Obviously, it's always a heartbreaker when you lose in overtime at home but hey it gives some belief to that fan base and to that whole club and north central finding ways to win they did it last year a lot they do it again on monday night more on them shortly wyatt as you mentioned it's uh it's a grind at this time of the year and there's some uh more stoppages go ahead 
I just want to say we got to say that we both did take North Central. Well, wait a minute. Did you take North Central? I can't remember. Yes. Yes, I did. You did. Okay. So I remember I, I, I took you, North Central. Yes. I shot you a text before the game, and I'm pretty sure I told you I have North Central, but we, we would have to go back and cor- uh, corroborate I'm, that. I, I think you did. But for people that we didn't make that prediction, obviously, before the game happened, you'll have to take our word for it. But that would put us both at 6-1. and one. We're still keeping track of this as we move along. And uh, I just thought I should throw that out there quick. But now we can get into these ones coming up. Yeah, thanks for doing that, wide, And we will try to be better at that moving forward. But again, folks, the schedule is constantly changing. We're going to try to stay ahead of it. Always pick these games. But as you said last time, wide, if not, you're going to have to take our word for it and trust that wide and I are always communicating and we made a prediction before the game. We're honest guys, right? I mean, you know, we're we're we not going to we <laughs> What's the point of coming on this podcast and lying about our predictions? You know what I mean? What we don't stand to benefit or gain anything from that. So nope. we are being honest and uh we'll have to get like a third party involved if we actually start getting emails from people saying that we're hypocrites or something. I don't know. But anyways, that's yeah. that's probably enough on that. We we can uh, make that happen if we have to. All right, looking at the slate again for Friday the 14th and Saturday the 15th, just as a reference, this is week three of UMAC play. And let's just start off, Wyatt, with the games that were on the schedule. But at this moment, we've now found out that they are not on the schedule any longer, unfortunately. North Central, who we just talked about, will not be playing this weekend as we look at it. They were supposed to play on the road at Bethany and then on Saturday on the road at Martin Luther. So disappointing, but I mean, it's unfortunately kind of been the trend on the woman's side of things, at least so far that we've seen, Wyatt. Well, for North Central specifically here with two games now being postponed yet again, they're going to end up having a lot of games towards the end of the year that may get pushed together and they're going to have some tough stretches to go through. You wonder if that'll impact them and their perfect record that they have. I would have almost felt like they would have wanted to get these games in as soon as possible. It is what it is, though. You have to just respond and be resilient, and we'll see what the Rams are made of, I guess, when we get there. But, yeah, we were certainly looking forward to the one on Friday against Bethany with Bethany hosting them. I mean, those are the two we think that are above the rest. I guess the anticipation will just have to build for a little bit longer. Yeah, that's a positive spin to put on it, and, you know, We'll just look forward to it whenever it does happen. But there are games happening, speaking of that, this weekend. So, Wyatt, let's start with the slate on Friday. Northwestern, Coach Calls Club, who's also had quite a bit of time off, also dealt with their own COVID issues. As far as I know, those are remedied, and we won't fully know till they get back on the court, I guess, for who's available. But they're on the road at Martin Luther in that Friday night matchup. Morris also hitting the road, going across the border to Ashland, Wisconsin to take on the Lumberjills of Northland. And then finally, last but not least, on Friday, Coach Zabla's club, the Crown College Storm, heading over the border to take on UW Superior, the Yellow Jackets, on Friday night. Out of those three, I mentioned Wyatt. Which is the most intriguing to you? Probably superior hosting crown just because, and we talked about this off the air, and we'll maybe get into it a little bit here when we make the predictions, but it's a big weekend for superior at home with a couple of opportunities to make statements. I just don't see them being able to afford a loss there to crown in front of their home crowd to start their weekend. So to me, that one becomes the most interesting. 
and we're going to get to their next matchup in a moment, Wyatt. But since you brought them up, I mean, they'll be playing Morris on Saturday at home after Crown, and we'll get to that one again in a second. But this is one of the questions I had for you. I'm going to put you on the spot, all right? Are these two games for Superior this weekend? And reminder, heading in, in-conference play, they're 1-1 one one at this point. Are they must-wins for the Jackets? We talk about them trying to remain relevant after they had a dynasty just a few years removed, trying to stay relevant. Are these must-win games if the Jackets want to make noise this season? I'd say at the very least you need a split. You obviously can't lose both, but with how Morris just played against North Central, what's saying that they can't go in there and beat Superior? So more than anything, the crown game to me is what's going to set the table, if you will. They need to come away with a win there, at least guarantee a split, but that Morris game is going to be the one to me that kind of sticks out and is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, I bring up the question because I I think they got to be wins for them. I mean, especially from the standpoint of, and again, not to tease what's coming, but that's going to be where all the eyes are. I'll just leave it at that for now at Mort's Mortarelli Gym this weekend or on the women's squad, okay? They're going to have the center of attention on campus, and it's a huge opportunity for Coach Otto Fisher's club to get some momentum and try to ride that into the rest of the conference slate. So, do you want to make your pick of Martin Luther Northwestern, and we'll just go back and forth down the line at least Friday to start with? Sure, we can do that. I'm going to keep mine fairly short here uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here at 6-1 and one now, and, I mean, come on, you really need me to give explanation. I think the track record early on is speaking for itself. Not to get cocky, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good about this first week of picks. I'll take Northwestern over Martin Luther here on the road. I think they get it done. So far, there's just nothing really there from the Knights that says they're going to match up with Northwestern. And knowing what the Eagles do still have, even though they've suffered the loss of Brooklyn to Cam, and you know we could we've talked about that enough. There's still plenty of firepower here on this Northwestern team, and I think they're maybe ready to make a statement and show the conference this weekend that they still can compete for a conference title. Since they're since they're your Knights, though, I have to ask you real quick, White. I mean, how close does Martin Luther keep it against Northwestern? I think it is a double-digit win for the Eagles, but barely. I think it'll be around that 10 to 15 points. Uh, It could be a game where, I mean, Martin Luther was close with Bethany, you know, last time out, so they've shown they can compete with teams. I think it could be a similar type of game where it's close through into the fourth quarter, third, late third quarter, but eventually Northwestern pulls away and ends up winning by 10 or 15. Yeah, interesting pass coming into this game. I mean, Northwestern had a huge win over winter break in California against a good Chapman club, then had a game canceled, then had a rough performance against a really good team where they just threw a straight jacket over them, and now they've been off for multiple weeks, and they dealt with the COVID situation. So I'm not sure what kind of Northwestern squad we'll get coming in, but I'll agree with you. I'm going to trust the uh, track record and trust that some of those freshmen are going to continue to grow up for the Eagles and find a way to get a road win. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if it's only by eight or nine points. I mean, I think it'll be around that 10-11 point margin, like you mentioned, but we'll both take the Eagles there. I can go first on this next one. Minnesota Morris at Northland of the Lumberjills, and I think Morris is feeling pretty good right now. We just mentioned not too long ago the matchup on Monday. Yeah, not a win, but I think, Wyatt, that makes you even hungrier when you hit the road. We're going to get that bad taste out of our mouths later in the week, not sit too long on it. And I think there's some good early signs for Coach Grove's club, some depth on that squad, other players stepping up other than just their upperclassmen leaders. I think this is a convincing win for the Cougars on Friday. 
Yeah, I would agree. I maybe would say it's a little bit closer, but I do have the Cougars winning this one. Just with the way they played against North Central, I'm not sure how you could pick against them here, even though they are on the road and they're going to be playing back-to-back days on the road. But this is the first game of those back-to-back, so there's not really a whole lot there that you can put into this one. So I will take Morris. I like what I've seen from them so far. They've got a lot of different people that have started to step up. I'll take the Cougars. You want me to go back then and do the Superior Crown and we just keep going back and forth like that? You read my mind. Go ahead. I will take Superior at home in this one. I mentioned I think at the very least they need a split this weekend. Crown, even though, you know, they had a close one against Morris, I just I don't know if there's the firepower there with Crown to hang in with Superior here on the road. And I, I think it is to a certain extent a little bit of a statement weekend for the Yellow Jackets. So at home, I think it's important they win the first one to set the table for their matchup against Morris later on. So I'll take Superior. I like the set the table. I think this is a set the tone for the rest of the season type of game for Coach Otto Fisher's club. I'm scrolling up. I think they were officially Wyatt last in action all the way back on the 6th. So it hasn't been too long, but a matchup that they fell at home to Finlandia. They've been waiting around for a long time. I think it's now or never. We talk about there's been a couple backs against the walls games so far this season. I know it's early, but I think this is it for Superior. I mean, they've got to find a way to win this contest. And against the Crown Squad, I mean, on the road, I think if you score 70-plus, you're probably going to be in good shape if you're Coach Otto Fisher's club. So I'm going to take the Jackets with that one. All right, into Saturday, huh? Day number two on the weekend, the Friday-Saturday. I I like the Friday-Saturday. I'm really glad they went back to it. I agree. It's going to be fun to get into that. And we've already heard from multiple coaches in the interviews that we've done, Wyatt. You know what? This is going to be a test we haven't seen in a little bit of time where even two years ago, it wasn't Friday-Saturday, right? It was Wednesday-Saturday that they did. Yeah, and I don't know why they switched so much back and forth, I guess, but I just think the Friday-Saturday, especially at this level, I understand at the Division I level, it's a little bit more of a challenge when you got teams in the Big Ten, for instance, that are out on the East Coast in Maryland, let's say. All the teams in this conference are close enough. You can do a Friday, Saturday and make it work. Well, yeah, and these teams, why can travel on their private jets across the country. That's also easier to move around. So for traveling purposes, a fair point. Yeah, it's a lot easier to do two in one weekend. So, yeah, as you mentioned, Saturday slate, three games just like we have on Friday. Starting off, why it could be the best one of the weekend. I think you could make a pretty good argument for. Northwestern at Bethany Lutheran, a rematch of the UMAC semifinal two versus three seed a season ago. This time it's going to be in the North Gym out in Mankato instead of over in Roseville at the Erickson Center. Tough road test for the Eagles, Wyatt. I'll let you uh, make a crack at this one first. What are you thinking in this matchup? Hard to pick against Bethany, I think. I, I mean, knowing what we know about Geisfeld, other people have started to step up there. They're at home. I think Bethany gets the job done. We've seen Bethany trend in the right direction against Northwestern at the end of the year the last couple times around, where Northwestern maybe is the better team earlier in the year. I don't think that's the case this time, though. I think Bethany is is being a force to be reckoned with here in the UMAC this year right now, and it's really setting up to, to where this favors them even more knowing that they get Friday off now they're not going to have to play a very tough game against North Central before that to me 
would have influenced this one a lot more if they had to play that game and exert themselves for a full 40 minutes now that they don't. I just think everything's pointing towards Bethany winning this game. So I'll take a close win. I do think it's single digits, but I think the Vikings get it done and keep that perfect conference record. I'm glad you brought that up, White. I think that is a massive added storyline to this matchup. Like you said, if they got to play North Central Friday night, that's an absolute war. You know Coach Jones and his staff is not going to be looking forward to Saturday's matchup at all because they would have gone from the championship game last year against North Central followed by the semifinal matchup they had against Northwestern. I mean, yes, you're at home, but White, it doesn't get any tougher than that for the Vikings as far as back-to-back days go on a Friday night, then turn around on a Saturday afternoon. So they're going to be well-rested. And for Northwestern, we just don't know what we're going to get off the pause they had, haven't played a game in a while. And sure, even if they went comfortably in New Ulm on Friday against Martin Luther, it's a quick turnaround and, oh, okay, quickly, we got to plan for Bethany Lutheran and somehow be fresh in that game. So there's just too many things going in Bethany's favor coming into it and too many hurdles for Northwestern to climb for me to pick the Eagles I will say they've had plenty of time to try to figure out over the last couple of years how to stop Geisfeld. Easier said than done, but uh, Coach Call could have something planned where he tries to make other people beat him. Could be close, but I can't pick against Bethany. I'm going to say they pull away late, and it's seven or eight points they win by, I would guess. I don't know if you have a score prediction. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, single digits to me is close enough. I'm not going to be able to obviously pinpoint the exact number, but I'd say you're you're probably on around that seven to eight mark. I don't think it's going to be a one possession, you know, shot at the buzzer by any means, but I do think Northwestern can keep it close. But yeah, like we said, I mean, everything's pointing towards Bethany winning this game. They've got a lot going in their favor. They can completely game plan as they probably already have started to this week for Northwestern specifically. So Vikings are really in a good spot here. I mean, just a quick note though, Wyatt, Northwestern has played really well in that gym in the past. Coach Call mentioned to us earlier this season, well, yeah. his favorite place to be, if it wasn't the Erickson Center, it's the North Gym in Mankato. Said he loves the lighting in there. They shoot really well. Last year, arguably their best offensive performance, Jordan Sovey had a phenomenal game. So they go in that gym with some good memories. I mean, that, that can't hurt, can it? Not at all. And I mean, like I said, they've, they've had success against Bethany, especially in the regular season the last couple times around. Again, I just think there's too much to overcome, though. All all things considered, this would be a completely different conversation if that North Central Bethany game was taking place the night before. It's going to be a really fun weekend in the North Gym. More on that later, but that's the place to be, I think, this weekend in the UMAC. All right, next one, moving down the line. Crown College, after taking on Superior on Friday, they'll head to Ashland, Wisconsin, and stay across the border for Saturday's matchup. With the Lumberjills, since you went first on the last one, I'll take the first stab at this one. Interesting game uh, for these clubs. Coach Zabla in her first season. Coach Tuck dealing with some pauses so far this year for the Lumberjills, trying to climb a little bit in the standings. This is a big question to me. Who shows up more, Dominique Urbina or Miranda Wagner? I think they're both going to get plenty of volume in this contest. And for your sake, Wyatt, you hope it's Urbina for fantasy reasons. I Absolutely. hope it's I hope it's Wagner for fantasy reasons. As we said on so the last pod. So is that pod, your pick right there? You're taking Northland? Hang on. As as we said on the last pod, Wyatt, we're not pulling for certain teams, but we are pulling for players. Okay? We'll make that very evident. And uh you you stepped on it, Wyatt. Yeah, I'm picking Northland. I think Wagner's gonna outperform. You're picking Urbina, with your heart. And it's gonna be a great game at the Kendrigan Center on Saturday, but I think Coach Tuck's club gets a big time win at home against Crown. 
Well, here's the thing. It is an interesting matchup, like you said. These are going to be two teams. If if the results on Friday go the way I think they're going to, I got both these teams coming into this one looking for their first conference win. I am picking Crown. It's not because of Urbina solely. I mean, obviously that would help. I want her to, to do well. But, I mean, if you want to take Northland for your own reasons, go ahead. <laughs> I think Crown's the better team here. And I think... All things considered, in Coach Zabla's first year, they they haven't got a conference win yet. They're going to be hungry, and they've shown that they are a good team this year. Almost beat Morris, who I think is off to a fantastic start in UMAC play, showing what they're capable of. I'll take Crown in this one on the road, and I'm not doing that just for the sake so we have a separate pick either because, you know, we've picked all the same picks up to this point. I just honestly think Crown's going to be able to win this game. It doesn't hurt, though, to make it interesting, Wyatt, because – if I'm remembering correctly, this is the first woman's game that we've now disagreed on. Because last yeah, week, from we, last time, we yeah. made all the same picks, and so far for this weekend's games, we've made all the same ones. So finally, we disagreed on one of them. Well, let's see if we end up disagreeing on the next one, too, because this, to me, is about as close as a toss-up as you can get, even with Superior at home. With the way Morris has been playing, I've really been going back and forth here thinking about this one, not sure who I want to take. I have a philosophy, you take the home teams in close matchups like this. I play a game on ESPN, it's called Shriek for the Cash, love the game, a lot of fun. You never pick road teams on that game in college basketball. I don't know if it applies as much to Division Three as it does to Division One, but I think there is something to be said about that. And like we said, this is a statement weekend for Superior. I'll take Superior. I'll take the home team here. I have a tough time picking against them. I will say, though, by no means is it going to shock me if I find out that Morris won this game. You know, it's that close. I, I think this really is a toss-up, and I'll take the home team with that being the case. You know how these prediction shows they do for the NFL and all these other, you know, major sports where if one guy takes one and you're doing a pick segment, you just feel like taking the other so you can get it on them? That's kind of what I was waiting to do. Okay, if you take Morris, for the, I'll take For Superior. this one you're yeah. saying, yeah. Well, seeing you had the advantage of picking second. Hey, no, no. I mean, I can, I'm not going to discredit you yeah. for that, though. I mean, this is a toss-up. We've alternated. It's been as fair as it can be. Uh, all that being said, though, uh, this, is, this is really tough because I said it's a backs-against-the-wall weekend for Superior, and I think because of that, they're going to get the win on Friday. Uh, I'm going to take Morris. I think it's going to be a little too much to overcome for the Jackets. I think this is going to be a great, great game, though, between Coach Otto Fisher's club and Coach Grove's club. I'm looking forward to this one on Saturday. I think Morris, though, riding with that mojo from earlier this week. It's three games in a week, Wyatt, so maybe that's a question. How are they holding up headed into Saturday? That could be a huge question for them. Superior a little fresher. Could that play into this game? But I think Morris has got just enough to squeak away under five point margin i think this is going to be a great game and since i say that wyatt out of this whole weekend i know i asked you for friday's matches but whole weekend what's the most tantalizing matchup to you i'm going to go morris at superior that one i just talked about on saturday yeah i'd probably agree i think superior as a whole and we've spent enough time talking about them obviously but it really does come down to them in their two games this weekend with the first one against crown and then this one against morris I, it maybe depends on if they win that first one against Crown. If they win, assuming Morris picks up a win Friday as well, they're both 1-0 on the weekend playing against each other. It makes it even more appealing. But even without knowing that right now in this moment in time, I would probably still say that one. 
Alrighty, we're in agreement there to wrap things up for the if not, it, it, and if not, a very close second is Northwestern and Bethany. I agree. When it's a semifinal rematch, that's a, a point it's that, hard to beat. But yes. this one did. <laughs> if if you know you have a TV and a laptop available to you, put one of them on the TV on the big screen and one of them on the laptop or some split screen action on Saturday. Only time I can do that is March Madness. I otherwise get too distracted, and next thing you know, I'm all over the place and I have no idea what's going on in either game. But you're missing out. I'll leave it there, but you're missing out. You got to get some split screen action, but looking forward to both those matchups on Saturday. All right. Do you have anything else on the women's side before we no, let's, move it over? Let's get over the men's side now. And uh, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, but unfortunately two more games that will not be happening this weekend. Yeah. UW superior has uh, gotten bit, if you will. And no, I shouldn't assume that I shouldn't say that, but you know, in this day and age, that's the terminology that's being thrown around. But Hopefully, it's nothing too serious for them. All we can say is that both their games this weekend are canceled, so that's why I say that. But Coach Polkowski's club was going to host Crown on Friday, was going to host Morris on Saturday. They won't be able to play either one of those, unfortunately, so we uh, hope that they can get back to full health soon and that they don't miss any more contests down the road. That being said, Wyatt, we still have three on Friday, three on Saturday. I'll list off the Friday ones to start off with. I mentioned it's a jam-packed weekend. It was going to be even more so if a North Central Women's Club was going down to Bethany, but they're not. But the men's club is the Rams. Coach DeWitt's club, if you want to hear his thoughts on this matchup, uh, listen to the interview we had with him. They will be taking on Bethany Lutheran Friday night in the North Gym. I expect that place to be packed for that one. Should be a fun one. Northwestern at Martin Luther, not too far away in New Ulm. And across the border in Ashland, Wisconsin, Minnesota Morris traveling to take on the Lumberjacks of Northland. All right, Wyatt, starting off, Bethany, North Central. I'll give you the first crack at that one. This is an interesting one, North Central. And, you know, what's going to happen to Fuquay? You know, is he going to play? And just some uncertainties there. Cam Thomas, too. And yeah, so so you wonder about that. And then seeing how Bethany has really started to pick things up. I've seen the performances I want to see out of Brian Smith. Mayfield's being productive. They still got the big man down low. They're at home. This is a big weekend for Bethany. I think they get the win over North Central. I just it's it's tough with the uncertainty to pick the Rams, let alone they're on the road. And again, I keep going back to the home teams. I try to pick home teams when I'm unsure about stuff. And to me, Bethany with the way they've been playing I, I got to take the Vikings. I think they're a very dangerous team, and they're really starting to hit their stride like I thought they could all year. We've seen some balanced performances from them lately, Wyatt, but if you had to pick a catalyst for that matchup on Friday, who has the big night for the Vikings in front of the home crowd? Probably Smith. I mean, that's probably a basic answer, being that you know he's he's their guy, and he, he's what makes them run, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like they go as he goes, and if not, I mean, Mayfield's got to be a guy that steps up, obviously. They've got some role players, too, though. I mean, let's not forget about the guy in Trump that, you know, back when we were unsure about Smith and Mayfield's situation, we were thinking, yeah. what can he provide? And he had a couple of big games in there, so he is still a very good option as well. But I think all things considered, Smith is going to be what takes this team to the next level, and I think he could be in for another big game there. Brian Smith had 20 the last time out when they played, Wyatt. I mentioned that contest because it was the final game of the regular season this past March. It was at North Central, 
and it went to overtime. A barn burner, North Central winning 76-68. to Smith and Nielsen had 20 to lead the way for the Vikings. Dunlap led the way with 16 for the Rams. He has since graduated, not a part of the program. But anyway, m- most of the guys back, almost all of them, from that matchup a season ago, I bring it up because I think these teams are very tight as far as up and down the lineup when you look one-on-one matchups across the board. If everyone's healthy, we hope they are. Not a lot has changed going into this season, so I'm expecting a fantastic matchup. And let's remember, Wyatt, there's some history coming into this one as well. On the bench, North Central's head coach Dan DeWitt was an assistant not too long ago at Bethany. He's very familiar with that gym. One of his assistants, Jeremy Becker, played at Bethany. Okay, there's a ton of familiarity between these two clubs. I hope the place is popping. Like I said, it deserves it, okay? The North Gym better be rocking and very loud on Friday night for that matchup. I'm going to go with Bethany as well, though, just because of the question marks with North Central. I don't know what the deal is with Thomas. I don't know what the deal is with Fuquay, and I think Bethany is just riding into this one with more momentum than North Central. They're feeling better about their prospects right now. But I sure hope Thomas is healthy, Wyatt, because then I think that matchup is all the more entertaining down low with the bigs in North Central, Thomas and Thompson trying to slow down Hunter Nielsen. You got the beef, if you will, more so on one side and guys who can step out and shoot versus an elite shot blocker in this league, if not the best shot blocker in the conference. Shout out to Hunter Nielsen real quick. He's now the all-time leader at Bethany in block shots that happening in a recent game. So, very intriguing matchup Friday night, but I'm going to go Bethany in a close one. I think it's no more than five or six points, and this could get fast and furious. We could be going over 80, 85. I think this could be a track meet from time to time. I'm glad you say that because I was going to make a point. I think this is a much higher scoring game than the last time these two played. I think it is going to be a track meet. And even if North Central, if we knew for sure that all their guys were going to play, I still think Bethany would have a slight edge anyway, so I got to take the Vikings. And like you said, I I do anticipate this to be a track meet. Doesn't get any easier for Martin Luther, Wyatt. Up next, they saw Bethany (laughs) on their home floor last weekend. Uh, Didn't go too well for them, losing 98-55. Now the conference favorites, the uh, lone remaining undefeated squad in the UMAC. Northwestern at 3-0, marches in to New Ulm for that matchup on Friday night. I'll pick this one first. They're your knights, so I want to hear your defense (laughs) after you take the Eagles here in this one. Well, you you stepped on it. How do you know I'm no? I'm taking Northwestern. Uh, I mean, come on. I, well, yeah. Hey, I'll, I will say this wide. Okay, I mean, bringing up past matchups, I don't want to always go back in the past, but I think you know, with so many players returning in this league, it does warrant mentioning from time to time. When these two played last in the uh, matchup last season in the UMAC quarterfinals at the Erickson Center, we talked about it with Coach Holtzeder earlier this season. They did a pretty good job defensively. That is Martin Luther giving themselves a chance offensively, falling 71-60. to 60. If they can hold Northwestern to around 70, I think Coach Holtzeder's squad would take that right now and say, hey, we'll see where it goes from there. We'll take our chances from there. Northwestern's offense has had some uneasy moments so far this year, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they put up a big number like Bethany did last weekend. I think it's a convincing win for Northwestern. I'm going to say 15-plus. Just too much throughout a 40-minute game for Martin Luther to handle. Do you need me to say anything else? I mean, Do you think I'm, I defended I'm, myself pretty well? Yeah, sure. I, I, I just was going to give you a hard time because you every time we talk about Martin Luther, we talk about how the men's team is the team that you stood out for and the women's team was the one that I stood out for. So i got to give you a little bit of 
grief there and make make your case to defend them if you're not going to pick them. But Northwestern, I I don't think I need to explain why here. They're the conference favorites, as you said, right off the beginning of this matchup, and there's just too much there. I'll take the Eagles there. I still don't think they've put everything together and played a complete game yet necessarily either with all the firepower that they have. Is this a possible spot, Wyatt, for Noah to break the record? You said he's going to do it at some point. No, no, it's not. not And to a certain extent, I could also see this game going the other way where it's almost a little bit of a trap game as they look ahead to the big one on Saturday that we'll get into, and this could be a lot closer than we're maybe anticipating. I still think Northwestern will win, but they might be a little bit sluggish just looking ahead to Bethany. You never know. So, no, this isn't the kind of game where I could see Alm breaking it. Because, one, if he's scoring at that rate, they're more than likely going to be up comfortably where he's not going to play enough. And, two, if if it is a close game, that to me says he's probably not having a very good night. That's a great point. I'm just going to have to keep asking you, though, and at some point you're going to predict it. And then if it happens, we're going to play it back and we're going to say why it called it. So I'm trying to set you up for a spot where you call where it happens. All right. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Not here, though, but I'll get back to you. I'll pick a spot here eventually. This isn't the one. Fair the, enough. The next game, I'm pretty sure I'm up on this one. This one's interesting to me because Morris is a team. I stood out there for crown last weekend, and they gave me my only loss because the Cougars came ready to play in front of their home crowd, got the job done. Now they go on the road this weekend. Just the one game because their one against Superior on Saturday is canceled to me. That allows them, not canceled, postponed, that allows them to focus even more on this game in the days leading up to it. The way Northland lost to Superior 2 does not give me much confidence right now in the Lumberjacks. If that would have been a closer game, I think this is a different conversation. Hard to pick against Morris right now after I picked against them last week. I'm not going to make that same mistake twice. I will take the road team here in a game where you could argue both teams are fairly evenly matched. I mean, Northland may be overachieved by beating Bethany and so we're, we're higher on them maybe than we should be but all things considered this could be a very close game I actually think Morris is going to win it fairly handily I'll take Morris so many good things there I'd say ditto to a lot of things you said I was going to bring up the last matchup for Northland if it was closer against Superior and they put up a good fight at home then I think a lot more about this one. But the fact that Superior came in there and handled them, and we had questions at the top, I'm not sure what the deal is with Ryan Rawlings not playing a lot. Is he hurt? That's a question I have coming into this contest. They need him and Jordan Brennan to be big time to give them a chance against this high-powered offense for Morris. I think they're feeling good after that win that they had last weekend that you mentioned against Crown. And then also the fact why they don't play Superior the next day. Now that game's canceled. So Coach Groves Club, all they have to focus on is game planning for Northland. They put And they know their... how important the game is, too. Yes, they put all their chips into the table for that matchup Friday night. And for all those reasons, I'm going to go Morris as well. And I think it could be double digits, just like you said. But hey, maybe Northland surprises us, but just too many questions I have with the Lumberjacks right now. For sure. Instead, now as we move into Saturday, instead of going in order from top to bottom, can we uh, skip what is probably the best game? Yeah. Uh, it let's, was the, one of the one of the best games of the regular season. Let's, let's get build to the, the other drama. two. Yeah, a- absolutely. So you would go first on this next one, and then I'll follow suit in the next two, like we always have. So North Central at Martin Luther. What do you got there in that one on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, why is this the toughest stretch that any team has as far as consecutive opponents? Opponents, excuse me. Martin Luther hosting Bethany last Saturday. Friday they play Northwestern. Saturday they play North Central. 
I mean, that's based tough. on based on our preseason rankings and the conference's preseason rankings. It, it doesn't get any more difficult than that, unless they were to go on the road for all three somehow. But yeah, it's not uh, the schedule not too kind to Martin Luther right now here early in the season. And if it goes by what we're predicting, Wyatt, as far as the North Central's matchup goes on Friday night, they're going to be hungry. They're going to be one and three in UMAC play heading into this matchup against Martin Luther, who's okay. pretty much a must win. Exactly. I mean, you could say for both teams because Martin Luther, by our predictions, is going to be zero and four. So I mean, both teams are going to be desperate for a win. Hopefully, that place is alive on Saturday. But I think with all those factors, North Central's going to find a way. Big question I have for Martin Luther. I don't know what posts are healthy, but even if it's just Thompson, I am pounding the rock into him, telling him go to the 10. With his athleticism and ability to get to the rim, I think he's going to cause some issues for Martin Luther, and especially if they have Thomas too. I mean, if I'm the Rams, I'm playing bully ball in that matchup against the Knights on Saturday afternoon. I got the Rams winning by double digits against my Knights, as you would call them. I, did, I, I want them to turn it around, Wyatt, but we got to be realists at the same time. I, I don't have an issue with that. I'm not going to make you defend this one like I did the first one, especially when you're coming off playing Northwestern and then you got to turn around the very next day and find a way to prepare for North Central, who's going to be a very hungry team, as you mentioned. There's a lot of things you said in there I would probably echo. I won't spend too much time on it. North Central is going to win this game and get a much-needed win to maybe calm them down, let them reevaluate where they're at early in the season, a season that probably has not turned out the way Coach DeWitt's squad was hoping for but still plenty of time to make something happen it's going to kind of start a turnaround in my opinion for them on that saturday so i will take north central in this one as we look ahead to the next game crown at northland similar to what i said before about how can i pick against morris how can i pick against crown now too because if i pick against crown i know they're going to win so i i'm going to take crown here on the road just for the sake of knowing that if I pick against them, they'll find a way to win. And again, it goes back to Northland, too. I just haven't seen enough out of them. The last time out was concerning. I think this starts a skid, and what was once a promising 2-0 start is quickly turned into a 2-3 and mark. And you start asking yourself, can they turn it around at that point? This is an important game for Crown, too, just for the sake of seeding, as Northland's a team they're obviously going to be competing with. So they'll know the importance of winning this game. As much as I like to take home teams, I'm going to go with the road team again in this one and take crown. And I think I'm correct on this, Wyatt, but uh, you jump in if if I'm misspeaking on this one. I believe that Northland, with this matchup, will be the only team in the UMAC that starts off conference play with five straight home games. Because remember in uh, December, it was Martin Luther and then Bethany, and then last weekend it was Superior. Friday night it's Morris. Saturday it's Crown. I mean, that's crazy. Coach Sorensen's club still hasn't left their own gym. And there's some weird things that happen in that gym. There's there's no question about that. There's been some weird results up there from time to time. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I don't think that we could say that about any other team in the conference, nor should you. I don't see how that happens where a team plays five straight home games to open up the conference. That's got to be a first. But uh, I'll take crown in this one still with that being the case on the road. Yeah, similar to what I said moments ago with North Central trying to pound the rock to their big guys. I mean, Northland has some size, but they're younger guys. They're not proven guys. Carroll's back in the lineup. We saw the trust that Coach Herbert put in him last weekend coming off of somewhat of an absence. He had a couple games before that matchup with Morris, but they force-fed him. And I'm expecting Royston to have a bounce back this weekend as well, Wyatt. I think those two are in for big games at Northland on Saturday afternoon. 
And, you know, for the Lumberjacks, like you said, maybe overachieving a little bit. All of a sudden, if you string together some losses, it's a tough pill to swallow. Going to the road now for an extended time after playing so much at home. I think if you told Coach Sorensen's club, hey, you get a split this weekend, obviously they think they can win both contests, but that would be huge for them. I'm not going to pick it, though. I think this one will be single digits, though, I'll say, because we've seen Crown's shooting struggles from time to time. But I think on both ends of the floor, with the shot blocking and rebounding ability, and then the ability to finish offensively, Royston and Carroll. My apologies, forgot him for I one second. Say, I wasn't sure if you were pausing for effect. How do you not know my star player on my fantasy team? Royston and Carroll, there we go. They're the difference on both ends of the floor in this one against Northland. Single digits, though, I think the Lumberjacks put up a fight. But uh, Crown, their only matchup this weekend, so they can fully focus and put their full attention on that matchup Saturday against the Lumberjacks. That's an advantage, not having to play Friday night. For all those reasons, Coach Herbert's club comes up with the win. I agree. Uh, Yeah, I don't think there's much more that needs to be said. A lot of things going in their way coming into that one. Let's get to the main event here to wrap up the games for this week, though. And you're picking first, so I'm going to let you go through your logic, preview the matchup quick, and uh, make that prediction. Northwestern at Bethany. Following what should hopefully be a good woman's contest, the North gym better be alive. And I have a question for you, Wyatt, before I get any further in this matchup, okay? I'm going to ask you this from time to time this year, so uh, here's the first time I'll ask it, though. If you had to be stuck, okay, let's just say there's some tragic accident, the the doors are locked, you have nowhere to go, and you're stuck in a gym for a 24-hour period from early Friday night to early Saturday night, what gym would you like to be stuck in this weekend? It's an odd question. Uh, You're saying just the UMAC in general? Just out of the UMAC gym? No, yes, why? You can't say Cameron Indoor or Fog, Allen Fieldhouse. You can't say Uh... any gym anywhere. Yeah. Obviously, it's Bethany's then just for the sake of this matchup against Northwestern. That's going to be two great back-to-back games on Saturday. But then Friday, too. That's why I bring it up. Friday, they play North Central. So you're saying the 24 hours would start yes. right as that game starts? Yeah. Friday <laughs> yeah, night it, at 5 to Saturday night at 6 or whatever. Yeah. It's Bethany. No question. No further explanation needed. I mean, right. I mean, you you weren't expecting a different answer, honestly, no. were you? <laughs> no, that's that's what I was kind of alluding to. And I'll have another question for you here in a second. I keep putting you on the spot. If you want to put me on the spot, like I said, go ahead. Feel free to do so. Right. North Gym better be rocking. I know I've said that over and over again, folks, and you're saying, okay, we get it. But, hey, that place, I think it's going to be alive. I think they're going to come up with the goods they normally do. Should be a great atmosphere Friday and Saturday in Mankato. The big question, I think, for this one, Wyatt, which team can play on their terms? I think Northwestern can win in a track meet in a game that gets really high scoring, but I don't think they want to play that way. I think Coach Garvin and his staff want to play this game at breakneck speed. They want to be going in transition as much as possible. If they're letting up buckets, fine. If they can rush down the other way, remember when you and I were there in February of 2018, that would have been, for that UMAC final? You remember that crazy game? The one at Bethany, you're saying? Yeah, where Northwestern do was down that, that. 24 in the second half, and they cut it down all the way to three, but Bethany held on, won the UMAC final later that week. They're able to knock off St. John's quite the season for them. But I just bring that up, White, because offense was on full display that game. And Bethany's offense that day, if it's anywhere close to that good on Saturday, they could knock off Northwestern because their shooting that day was out of this world good. 
Yeah, I, I don't just, you know, lies detected, as they say there with that <laughs> statement. That game feels like forever ago, but no, absolutely. If they shoot anywhere near that, they can win the game. I think they can win the game if they don't shoot that well necessarily either. I mean, wow. depends on what, it depends on what Northwestern's able to bring. We haven't seen the full Northwestern I think we're capable of seeing yet this year. They've been, they've been better than Bethany up to this point as far as being more consistent and playing better, but both these teams haven't really played at their very best bethany has kind of started to the past couple of games this could be a chance for northwestern to do just that i think that's a fantastic point Wyatt. i was just going to mention i think northwestern has another tier or even two to climb to get to their top level of basketball i'd say the best stretches for them so far this season first half at lakeland a matchup in december and then a matchup later in december near the end of the year first half at cal lutheran as far as offense clicking on all cylinders playing pretty good defense and when you watch them you're just like wow this team could seriously make a run in the ncaa tournament when i watch those two halves but we haven't seen it a little bit for northwestern can they put it all together for this matchup they may have to like you said at the end of the day, I'm going to pick Northwestern. I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. I think they're going to slow this down from time to time. They're going to communicate well across the board, stay in front of Smith and Mayfield as best they can. I think that's the difference in this one, how many points in transition the Vikings can get. Not to say they can't score in the half court, but that is a huge emphasis for Coach Garvin's club. He told us that earlier this season. We want to be a team that spreads the ball around. Nobody is the guy, and we want to play fast, fast, fast as much as possible. I'll go Northwestern takes it 76 to 71 in the North wow, Gym on we, Saturday. We get an actual score prediction on this one, huh? Yeah, and I hope you Must have be. one as well. So b- before you pick it, Wyatt, the last question I have for you, all right? You said Northwestern's going to lose at some point this season. That was a buy or sell earlier this year. Yeah. Is this matchup, with everything that goes into it, where we're at in the season, Northwestern still undefeated, but maybe not feeling their best, and Bethany arguably feeling as good as they can, potentially, you know, with what happens Friday against North Central, but playing well going into this matchup. All that is to say, is this the best chance for Northwestern to lose in the regular season this year? Remember, they've already won at Crown. They've already won at North Central. They've already wanted a tough place to play way out in Morris. I think you could make an argument for it. Do you think this is the best chance for the Eagles to lose this season? Yes. And here's the deal. I think them and Bethany are going to split this year in the regular season. I said there'd be one loss on the schedule. Oh. It's going to be it's oh. going to be against this team. Oh. And naturally, if I think they're going to split, I'm going to take the home teams to win those oh. games. So I'm, t- so I'm I'm picking Bethany in Flash this matchup. Flash the sirens, folks. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. Northwestern's going down on hey. Saturday. You heard it from Mr. Morell. We we've seen Bethany play their best basketball recently, and even though. Coach Garvin says we want to spread the ball out and nobody is the guy. I believe him, but they still have Brian Smith. He is the guy. And it, I are think we seeing a 30 burger? 30 burger Saturday? I, I, it's going to be close. <laughs> it's a definite maybe. Um, he, he's the kind of guy that can really change the outcome of a game if he gets his three ball working. But then still, even with a guy like Mayfield, he came in his freshman year and he took the conference by storm. He still has that next level potential in himself. I think this is a high-scoring game. I think Bethany is going to get to play to the style they want to play. I think this is the game we see Northwestern lose in the regular season. If not, and they win this game, when these two meet again in the Erickson Center, I'll be taking Bethany again. Because I do think Bethany and Northwestern split in the regular season. And I would just assume that the home teams are going to win both. But we've seen crazier things happen. 
This is a monster weekend for Bethany. I think they pick up two huge wins and kind of assert themselves as the team to beat in the conference, even though that will change when they play Northwestern again later down the road. And I have Northwestern beating them then at that point. But at this moment in time, after this weekend, they will be in first place in the UMAC, feeling really good about themselves. And we'll be talking on the next time we're on the podcast saying, are they the new team to beat? Wow. I mean, the place to be late Saturday night, according to Wyatt Morrell, is Mankato. Because you're well, going to have both your clubs on top of the UMAC. They're going to have to go to that wing spot that Coach Garvin mentioned to us. I can't remember the name. But it's going to be alive Saturday night in Mankato, from what you're describing. Just don't lose to North Central now and completely ruin what could be an amazing atmosphere in game. Because if they drop that one Friday night, this changes the whole complexity of this matchup. So you got it. You got to give me a score. I said seventy six, seventy one. You're saying that Brian Smith's going to go off. What score you got? I, I'm not good at giving direct score predictions, man. Oh come on, man. it's just for fun. Eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty eight to eighty one. Okay. I was going to say, from what you were saying, it sounded like you were thinking a little more offense than I was. 88-81, a little bit more offense, and it could be a game that Bethany actually leads by double digits, I think, in the second half. I really see them playing well on Saturday. I, wow. I don't think they're a team to mess with right now with the way they've been playing. Now, it's similar to Northwestern, and we throw out all these comparisons. It's almost like picking against Tom Brady in a sense. It's like how many times do they have to teach us this lesson before we learn? And you don't pick against Northwestern, so maybe I'll be eating crow next time we're on the uh, podcast. But I'm they on lost, roll with Bethany. They lost that crown last year. You've documented it throughout the you know pod they, this they season. They usually drop one. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just never when you pick against them, though. <laughs> no, it, it's it's definitely plausible, though, and I agree with you where you can make a very strong case that this, this is the best chance for them to lose this season. So I, I think Nielsen's the difference, honestly, Wyatt. I think Mayfield and Smith are going to get theirs to a certain extent. But if Nielsen can erase some buckets where Alm and Kamey get to the tin so quick off of that right hand or they try to post up Henry – if he can take away four or five buckets for Northwestern, I think that's the difference. I think he's got to come up with at least four blocks for the Vikings to win on Saturday. Hunter Nielsen. You're making it sound like you'd rather have Nielsen than Fonboulet on your squad going into this game, and that was your preseason conference player of the year. So what, but, what's been but they're, going they're on there? They're both on my fantasy team, now that you mentioned it. Both those guys are. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just curious, though, with how that's kind of developed this no, year. I think well, What's been going on there? Henry's constantly improving this season. I mentioned that in the uh, recap that we had from last weekend's action. And there's just so many mouths to feed for Northwestern. I thought he was going to get more looks and be more involved in the offense. There has been some games, Wyatt, where he's gotten into some foul trouble early. And the Eagles just have so much depth, okay? They can take him to the bench and bring in a fresh Caleb Hoyleen. After Caleb gets a little run, you can bring in the freshman A.J. Juice Kohler, who had 7-6 and six on Saturday against North Central, he's been great as well. The Eagles are just saying, let's keep them all fresh. They're all underclassmen, and let's just continue to give them all reps. Because at some point, Wyatt, for so many of these teams, guess what? Injuries happen. Somebody's going to go down. Somebody's going to have to step into a larger role. And I think the Eagles are preparing for that in a way and saying, let's give all these guys experience. Don't worry, though, Wyatt. I have not given up on Henry Fonboulet. There's a big game coming somewhere where he's going to drop near 20 points 10 rebounds. He's going to erase a couple shots on the other side. You know me, Wyatt. I'm old school. Let's see the big man go at it. 31 on 24 on Saturday. We talk about the guards. That's great. Let's see them go at it in the paint. I would love to see that on Saturday. 
You just talked a lot about uh, Nielsen, so I just I had to see what your thoughts were at this. That's point. a great question. That's a great Nielsen has definitely performed more as far as the box scores go, at least than Henry so far this season. That's fair. All right, that's all. That's all I had. That's <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. So that's that's all I got as far as the previews go. Anything you want to add here uh, as we no. get ready to wrap this one I up? Mean, should be a should be another fun weekend. I mean, it always yeah. is, and there's always a surprise somewhere. So I'm sure there'll be at least one game we recap here. Uh, early next week where we're looking at and saying, man, we did not see that coming. No, uh, there, there always is. We can't get all these right. I mean, based on how long we just talked about it, I think, you know, we didn't officially say it, but that's probably the most tantalizing matchup on the men's side. Okay. Which yeah. Is I mean, okay. we, we, I don't think we need to <laughs> say, I mean, it's a, to me, a very good chance. Those are the two teams that are going to be competing in the conference tournament. I mean, there's a couple other that want to have a say in that, but those are the big dogs that you have to try and take down if you want to get there. You have to go through them. So, obviously, when those two play, it's going to be the most interesting and intriguing matchup. I'm looking forward to watching. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff on Saturday afternoon, but I'll be uh, I'll be locked into that one. And, you know, against your judgment, Wyatt, I will be doing some uh, split screens and multi-screen hey, action. If on you can pull it off, by all means. I'm just saying, me personally, I have a tough time concentrating on anything when I do that. So, I have a tough time doing that. That's all I got, Wyatt. I mean, we, we clipped through these matchups. Hopefully people enjoyed that. Again, uh, we hope teams that are out this weekend can get back at it soon and get healthy and not have too many more games canceled. But it's the day and age we're in, Wyatt. Like you've said before and i said before, we're going to continue to stay positive. We're going to press forward. Games are going to get in at some point. It's going to be a complicated February, but we'll continue to press on, and we're going to enjoy this, okay? It's going to be done before we know it, so we'll continue to move past the roadblocks and keep this train moving along. Absolutely. Only other thing I would say, as always, you know how to get a hold of us. Send us an email, uaotheumac at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, unlike any other, the UMAC. Uh, we love the interaction and comments we get from people, information that gets shared. So feel free to continue to reach out to us, download, subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify. Other than that, though, that's all I got. It was a fun episode to record and looking forward to seeing how these games unfold. Looking forward to recapping these ones. Could not agree more. Be sure to check out our coaches' interviews dropping separately as well. Really enjoyed our time with them. And uh, with that, we'll catch you next time on Unlike Any Other, the UMAC.